This episode is sponsored by Kelly Wiley. Check her out on Facebook for all of your hair and makeup needs for your next pageant. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hey, everyone. My name is Callie Farrell, and I am Miss Capital City. I'm a recent graduate of the University of South Carolina, and I'll be headed to the Miss South Carolina stage next week. I'm so excited to have Callie back on the podcast. If you hadn't heard her first episode on here, she is episode number three, Forever Miss Gamecock. So, Previously, Callie was Miss Gamecock at the University of South Carolina, so I was so happy to be involved in her, you know, final walk and being able to do her hair and makeup for that. That was so much fun, but I'm glad that we can sit back down and talk about this transformation going into Miss South Carolina for a second time, and Callie will tell you a little bit more about her you know, journey to the crown. Yes, Casey, I'm so excited to be here on the podcast for the second time. Um, I got to watch Casey's journey from the beginning of the podcast, right when she formed the idea. Um, I was, I think your second recording and your third episode. And I remember how fun it was to sit down with you and talk about all things pageantry and to get to hear about your awesome idea about creating this podcast and creating you know, a different view about pageantry in this world for people who might not know so much about it or for people who do and who are just interested in hearing stories about other systems and other opportunities that are out there. So, I mean, this is so cool watching your social media and even the different format of how we're recording today. I'm just so proud of you and it's been so awesome to get to see your journey too. Thank you, Callie. That really means a lot. And, you know, like I said, this is very different from the first time we sat down. We were in Thomas Cooper Library at the University of South Carolina sitting in front of a mic recording. And, you know, there has been some changes and definitely improvements of this process as well. Now we're on a really cool app where we can actually see each other like a FaceTime. And so you guys are only hearing audio. However, we're having basically a FaceTime call. So it's really interesting to be able to connect deeper and still be virtual. That was the one big thing that I wanted to have still was in the beginning, I did get to do those in-person interviews and it meant more to be you know, right there with them, feeling the emotion. And now we get to still do that. And it's not just regular phone call, it's a FaceTime. So I love that part that has kind of you know changed in such a positive way for me, as well as you know the improvement of all of my devices. But going into what we're so excited to hear about, Callie, you are getting ready to leave for Miss South Carolina in just a short time now. And I want you to tell the listeners a little more about, you know, your crowning moment for Miss Capital City, being able to work with your amazing director, Benson Odom, who I absolutely love and adore. He is fantastic. And he has definitely been one of my close friends for the past couple of years, especially me going into my Miss year of Miss South Carolina and not knowing anything or having, you know, someone to help me with. He was always that friendly friend to help. So tell them a little bit more about being crowned and what you've done with the crown since. Of course. So I was crowned Miss Capital City back in March. Um, I chose to compete in the Miss Capital City and Miss Columbia um, organization because I am actually from Columbia. Um, So I was really interested in having another title where I could represent somewhere that I was super familiar with and somewhere where I preferably called home. Um, So being crowned Miss Capital City, being from the capital city, was just so special. Um, it was such a great pageant experience. It was ran so smoothly, very low stress. Shout out Benson Odom. Um, and another reason why I also wanted to compete is because I heard about 
how great of a director he was. And he has proven to be just that. Um, ever since I was crowned, he has been all about um, helping me prepare, whether it's wardrobe, um, confidence, just a pep talk or a trip to lunch. He even came along on my headshots. Um, so that was really fun. But I just am so thankful that I have this opportunity and that I've gotten to represent my hometown another time and somewhere that is so special to me. It truly is. And it does show through social media. And I don't know if people have got a chance to check out the Miss South Carolina People's Choice videos on their YouTube channel for Miss SC Organization. So definitely, if you haven't had a chance to check those out, definitely go give those videos a look and you can kind of see, you know, who the next Miss South Carolina could be and what they bring to the table, especially getting to hear them live and seeing them in, you know, their element. That's a really interesting aspect that they brought to it. I know back in the day of Miss South Carolina, when I competed, they put us in a hotel room in front of a backdrop and said, okay, say this specific sentence and we'll have the videos posted, you know, after workshop weekend. And so it's really nice that they let you guys be able to do it. And it's almost like watching a TikTok. So that's the cool thing about it is they're bringing in that, you know, aspect that Miss America had this year, especially having their girls make a TikTok about their platform. So that's really cool that they brought that into the entire Miss Akrana organization. So definitely check that out. I loved Callie's video. She was at the State House and talked about her platform. So let's give the listeners a little bit more information on your platform of doing blood drives. Yeah, so my platform is called Blood Connects Us All, um, where I work to advocate for everyone who is in need of life-saving blood. Um, My platform has three pillars, educate, elevate, and encourage. Um, I work to elevate blood donations by educating people about the importance and encouraging them to do so and telling them um, the benefits for not only your body, but for other people's bodies. Um, I got the idea for my platform back in high school when I was involved with student council Back in high school, I was not involved in pageantry. I was a competitive dancer, and I was very involved in student council. So my big student council project was to host the blood drive along with the American Red Cross. Um, When I found out that I was an O-negative donor, I knew that it would almost be wrong for me to not donate my blood. Being a universal blood donor, um, my blood can go into anyone's body. So it's almost like I have my own little superpower. Um, but from that, I really just enjoyed, um, the gratitude that I felt after, you know, donating blood, feeling like I did something so special and being in charge of saving so many lives. So when it came time for me to come up with my own platform or social impact initiative, it was almost too obvious that that's what I should do because I was super passionate about it. And I really wanted something that could really apply to everyone, no matter where you're from or what you do or anything like that. I wanted it to be something that connected us all. So that's also where I came up with the name, Blood Connects Us All. And you have an event coming up. I think that is today that when this video is released. Yes. So I am hosting a blood drive with the Blood Connection for World Blood Donor Day, which is today, um, June 14th, World Blood Donor Day. Um, was created to create awareness about being a blood donor, but to also um, show appreciation for people who are regular blood donors um, all across the country, the different local blood blood banks, excuse me, and national blood banks um, on June 14th will be hosting 
blood drives and celebrations. And it's a great day to donate blood. So if you're listening to this on June 14th, and if you're in Lexington, you can come to my blood drive. But if you're not, I do encourage you to go to your local blood bank and donate some blood. So like I said, you're gearing up for Miss South Carolina. If you could describe your state competition wardrobe from interview to onstage question to evening gown, all of the fun jazz, what would you describe your whole wardrobe as in a word or even a sentence? I love this question and I definitely listen to your podcast every week. Um, So I think about the questions that you ask um, the other woman on the podcast, how I would answer them. And I've been really excited about this question. Um, My one word to describe my wardrobe would be Cali. Um, Everything that I chose this year is the most Cali thing that you could ever see from my evening gown to my um, interview dress. Everything is so Cali. And that's exactly what I want it to be. Something that reflected me, who I am, and what I believe in. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I'm glad you listen to the podcast every week so you know exactly what kind of questions are coming forward. But that's the good thing about it is this also when you're thinking about listening to this podcast, it's great interview questions for yourself. Asking, you know, who you are, why you're here, what's your plan, and, you know, why do you deserve the crown? And so that's a good thing that you can take from this podcast. And also by listening, you're able to, you know, then speak about your things that you're passionate about and answer those questions with yourself or with a friend or with your mom or dad, whoever's in the car with you, or just simply, you know, think about it on your day to day. So I'm glad that you said that. That's really awesome. And being able to definitely be listening and hearing these questions is always very helpful. And it, you know, it's your own little free interview prep. listening to the podcast and hearing what other people are up to and other title holders are doing with their service projects or activities only inspires me to come up with my own fresh new ideas. Yeah, it really does. And that's one of the things that I've learned through pageantry is, you know, you may have a really good idea and someone else may also love that idea. And so you have to let them, you know, if they want to have the same idea with you, that's great. You are now a trendsetter. And that's the cool thing about it. And it's not, it's not a negative thing. Because in the pageant world, we're here to uplift and definitely encourage other girls to get out there and do, you know, as many service projects as they can, because it's really important to have that community service aspect. And that's one of the things that I took away from the Miss South Carolina organization was learning how to have good community service skills, especially, you know, learning what community service is. And going throughout my pageant career, that has been my important thing is being active in that community. And so going and being Miss Capital City, you know, it is important to be active in Columbia. So do you have any favorite service activities that you've done or community service projects that you've worked on throughout your year? Yeah. So since I was crowned back in March, um, it definitely left me a little less time than I had um, with my previous title, having it for two years. So it was more about cramming a lot into this short period of time. So what I decided to do to expand my platform as Miss Capital City was to partner with the Blood Connection. So the Blood Connection is the local blood bank um, for North Carolina, South Carolina, and parts of Georgia. Um, Around the country, there's different smaller blood banks, but the big one that everyone knows is the American Red Cross. So originally starting my platform, that's all that I really knew about. But after expanding my platform and doing a lot of research, I found that this organization, the Blood Connection, was doing so much good in my own community, and I wanted to be a part of it. Um, So what I did is I reached out to them and 
We set up a meeting and they gave me a tour of their complex in Greenville, South Carolina, um, where they separate the blood into the different parts. And um, they have their own donation center there, but it's where the magic happens is what I like to say. Um, So it was really special to get to see that and get to look at my platform in a different perspective and almost gain more of an appreciation for not only what they're doing, but also what I'm working on. Um, So what I did with them is I partnered to host the blood drive today for World Blood Donor Day, which I'm the most excited about. Um, But I also have a school program um, that's in the works that they want to do um, to help reach out to younger school children. Um, The big issue right now with blood donation is that the older generation of people were the largest population of blood donors. So as they're phasing out for different reasons, whether it's they're on a medication that they can't donate blood with or you know, they're getting too old to travel to the blood bank, the essential population is phasing out, which is awful and something that I had never thought about. So to ensure that we continue to have blood donors and people who see the importance to donate regularly, the only way that we can do that is to get into schools. So together, we are working on a school program to get into schools um, K through 12 next year, Um, to share the importance of blood donation and to also host blood drives for students above the age of 16. And then for students who are younger than 16, um, encourage them to invite their parents to come donate and have incentives for them to do so. So that's been my most favorite thing that I've done so far as Miss Capital City, because I just think it's so special and fresh and different. And I love that the blood connection is believing in me. That's so awesome, especially thinking about, you know, that supply could run out of not having enough blood. And so definitely that is an importance of an action that we need to take is getting out there and, you know, helping our communities, helping our nation, honestly, and especially our state. And, you know, as possibly the next Miss South Carolina, that's such a great initiative to go ahead and be having is working our entire state. You're here not only for just your community, but you're also working for our state and getting in with those little kids. They love seeing a girl with a shiny crown and a pretty sash. They love that. And so being able to be with them and hang out with them, it's, their own little special time with a princess and it makes them want to join and do stuff he's like oh if she can do it I can do it that's the exciting part and so my next follow-up question is going to be a little bit more towards you know winning Miss South Carolina so last year you placed really high in Miss South Carolina which is a really exciting thing and coming back this year do you think there's any nervousness or pressure of you know making that top 10 or making even higher possibly winning Oh, of course. I definitely think there's um, more pressure. I think that it's human nature to want to compete with yourself and to live up to the expectation that you've set for yourself. Um, So there definitely has been a lot of pressure, uh, but I've been the only person putting that on myself. So to work through that, it's been a lot of reminding myself that all I have to do is be myself and to continue to stay true to who I am and hope that the plan unfolds for me exactly how it's supposed to. Exactly. And that's what I know we talked about before this, you know, it's not all about winning. It's about experiencing the journey. And, you know, if it's not your hashtag crowning moment, there definitely is another one out there for you. It's not that we're looking to find that win. It's to find that correct fit and the right system for you. And so we definitely had a good little combo about that before this. And it's, you know, it's really all in God's timing. And that's the one thing you have to remember is, 
if it's meant to be, it will be. And if it's not meant for me, that's okay. Like that is absolutely okay. And the only person you're here to compete with is yourself. If you're here to compete with the person next to you, or was I better than her? Or was my talent better than her? That's never going to put you in the right mindset to where you need to be. And so that's the one thing that I've loved to see you be able to grow and know that you're only here to compete with yourself and you're here to have a good time and make great networking connections and, you know, have lifelong friendships with these girls at this organization and other organizations that you're able to work with. And that's one of the best things that I think I've seen you take away from this is, you know, you're here to beat yourself and in such a positive way. It's not here to beat yourself up. And I'm so glad to be, you know, along this journey with you, honestly, like I feel like I've been here from the start. I've always, I've always known who you were. I was at a wedding last weekend and the name Callie Farrell came up and I'm like, I love me some Callie Farrell now. And so it was kind of funny that you are in a lot of different people's lives. And I get to hear that from many different sides and how awesome they think you are and how such a good family you have. And so it's really nice to see someone that's well-rounded in all aspects. And it's not just a face. It's not just a front. Like you are actually this nice, genuine person that you've always been. And I really hope that the judges get to see that you're, you're authentic. You are you and you're unique in so many different ways in such positive ways. So I'm really excited for you to be standing in front of the judges and you're beautiful interview outfit I cannot wait to see and just being able to be you and that's the most important part about being a part of the pageant world is you so in that question I ask you Callie who is Callie outside of the pageant world if you could describe yourself to the listeners who are you that is a great question Casey I think that I describe myself almost as the girl next door. I am someone who has good days and bad days. Most days you can find me at my job at D's Wings where I wear a ponytail and don't have on any makeup. I love to have fun. I love to listen to music. I love to go to concerts. I am just your average girl, but I love to push myself to challenge myself and to do different things and to always have something on my agenda. So that's where the Queen Callie side of me comes in. But who is Callie outside of that? I am a go-getter. I love to take a nap. (laughs) I love to go eat at my local sandwich shop with my mom. I am just your everyday relatable girl. I love that. That's the one good thing that pageants look for now is someone that can be relatable. Can I, you know, see her out by the pool having fun with her friends? Or can I see her, you know, in the state house talking about, you know, proclamations and talking to her local representatives? Can she do it all? And I think that's one thing that you bring to the table is that is very evident that you can do it all. And so I really hope that that comes off in that interview room is that they know that if they are to put the crown on your head, you are there 365 days. You are here to be the best Miss South Carolina and the most seen, the most inclusive, the most vulnerable Miss South Carolina that you can be. And that's what I really hope for next. And I know that was one of the questions that we have talked to or talked about before this interview was if you were to win, like what what would you do as Miss South Carolina? What is the one thing you want this state to know about you before that reign is over? I want to leave the legacy of being a doer. I want to be that girl that you can't forget because she was in your head way too much, whether it was on social media or you saw her out in your community. You saw her in your local town parade. I want to be out there being the doer and showing that the title holder and the representative for this organization needs to be someone who is not just a face, like you said earlier. It needs to be someone who is willing to do the work and is willing to push this organization forward. 
Truly. And the good thing about it is, is you can look at all of the past Miss South Carolinas, Miss Americas, Miss North Carolinas, Miss Georgias, Miss New Yorks. And you can take a little bit of all of their different magic that they have. And you're like, okay, I like this idea. Now I can make, you know, what is my idea of something that I want to do? And so that's the good thing about the Miss or Miss America organization is especially Miss South Carolina. There are so many amazing Miss South Carolinas that have come out of the state. Like going to Miss America, you've got the Allie Rogers, you got the Daja Dials, like you've got all of these great influential, empowering women around you. And that you get to watch. And that was the one thing we talked about before this episode is we get to watch all these people being like, oh my gosh, I'd love to be her, but I want to be the best me that I can be. And that's exactly what that girl's doing. And so that's what you're doing, that soul searching. You're you're doing your, your platform, you're doing your initiative, everything you're doing, you're living it. And that's the one main thing is that they want that girl that is living her, you know, her little girl dream. She's doing everything that she went to, being that well-rounded person every day. And I'm so glad that from all of this, I've met you. I've got, you know, got to know who the real Callie Farrell was. I love your mom. Your family's amazing. Like, and so that's the one thing I want to add on top of this is you're doing all of that and you're living your true self. And I'm just so proud of you and how far you've come from, you know, being Miss Gamecock. I will still call you my forever Miss Gamecock because you were the longest Miss Gamecock, but still my favorite one so far. And I really loved being able to get to know you. And I'm glad that the listeners have been able to get to know you a little bit more. And, you know, every time you're on the podcast, this will not be the last time you hear from Callie. Farrell, I promise you. We have another really good episode coming up. It's in the works. We'll have to do that after the Miss South Carolina competition because, you know, Callie has a lot to do in the next week to get prepared. And she has been giving 110% before she goes. And the second she steps in on Friday, it's time to press play. She's ready. And I'm proud of you. And, you know, we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? On a silly note, because <laughs> I was ready for this question too. I am really great at using Canva. I am going to toot my own horn. I love Canva and I'm really great at using it. So if you need any help with that, hit me up. But on a more serious note, pageants have helped me figure out who I am, what I want to portray myself as to others and where I really want my life to go. I want to be the doer. I want to be the girl who makes things happen in the community, in my future workplace, in my education. And being a part of the Miss South Carolina organization has only pushed me to do so, whether it's through my social impact initiative or being inspired by the Miss South Carolinas in the past. I think that it has just pushed me to be who Callie is today and who Callie is going to be tomorrow. And the next day and the next day and the next day. So thank you so much, Casey, for all your kind words. I didn't get to tell you thank you. And thank you for having me on the podcast today for the second time. I've been looking forward to um, chatting with you again. We hadn't caught up in a really long time too. So we need to have more FaceTimes that aren't on the podcast. I love it. Yes, definitely. We will have to do that because our first hour before recording was literally us catching up and, you know, we picked up right where we left off. So it was so great to see what you've been working on and how everyone is doing and how Callie is doing. And that's the most important part here is, you know, were you ready? Are you prepared? And the answer is absolutely yes. You're ready to go. And I'm just so proud of you. And, you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Thank you.